This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So welcome back to the podcast and welcome to the one and only Damien Francis. Damien, how are we? You good? Very good, thank you. And um, thank you for having me. Damien, before we start, I wanted just to congratulate you on something. You don't know you've achieved this yet, but on the (laughs) the podcast, we've done like a fantasy team, right? With, you can decide, I kind of created loads of the old Wimbledon guard and the AFC Wimbledon guard. And it is my honour to tell you that you made my team. So congratulations. I'm absolutely honoured, honestly. I mean, Thank it was you. between. I won't lie to you, and I Is think it just because I'm on the podcast, and you just did it for me. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say it's the biggest compliment I can give you. It was either you or Peter Fear, and you got the nod. I just felt oh. you had a bit more about you than Peter Fear, so okay, congratulations. Okay. It was close, no, no. but you got the I nod. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Fear hey, was listen, a great player if, as well, to be fair. Hundred percent. So if he's yeah. listening and he Love comes Fira. on, I might swap it, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, Danny, you're a you're a sucker. Sorry, Damien, you didn't make my team, unfortunately. Yeah, um, that's, no, all, that's all good. That's he's all good. sucking up there. Uh, that, well, Damien, thanks very much for coming on, and, and we'll start really with how how it come about that you played for Wimbledon because at that time we obviously had quite a good, a good academy uh, and yeah. there was a lot of big teams around us that was nicking players what why did you choose Wimbledon or what why did we come to you um well, well it started off really um I was um a fan of Wimbledon first and foremost because all my friends around the area around Wandsworth who I used to play football with were all massive Wimbledon fans so we had um yeah that, that was my team um around Eight years old, nine years old. I was playing for one of my teams. I think a local team um, in Wandsworth, and I got scouted by a Wimbledon scout called wow. um, John Phillips. Yeah, John Phillips. His name was um, when I was nine, um, and he, yeah, he's he's the he's the one who took me down to Wimbledon. 
So you can imagine it being a dream come true for me. <laughs> with my local team, I supported and I got scouted by them. Um, and then, yeah, that's, that's how that's how, that's how it all and started. And how, do, how does Damien? How does that work? Like, so you're playing football down the, and I only just realised it just looked like you was a defender moving. It looked like you said it. You started as like a defender moving forward. I'm just curious, how does that manifest itself? So are you playing in a part? The guy speaks to you. What what kind of happens next? So you get scouted. Yeah. What happens? Um, what, What's what, that process? What, what, well, the process, the process is, is um, he got in contact with my mother at the time. Um, and I don't think my mum was there for a lot of my games, but not all of my games. I played a lot of games when I was younger. Like, I, I bet, was just, yeah. like, obsessed, you know what I mean? So um, I don't know exactly how we got in contact with her, but probably, you know, through one of the, 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 um, the managers probably um, spoke to him. Um, and then spoke to my mom, and then um, that was probably the process. And then I think we met up with him, um, m- meaning myself, my mom, and him, um, John Phillips, the scout, and um, he explained everything. And then he took me down to Wimbledon, um, and the rest was sort of history. And I was excited, obviously, to join Wimbledon. And and um, and, and um, yeah, that's, that's, that was the journey. I'm trying to work out what roughly went. How old you Was there any tippet around then? Was it Ernie Tippett? As he was Ernie Tippett. Ernie Tippett was not. No, it was um Terry Venables. Ter- Terry Venables. Terry Burton. Terry ah, Burton was. Okay. Yeah, yes, he, was, he was. He uh, was. He was. He used to um. He was one of my first sort of trainers and um one of my coaches that sort of um. I looked up to and and, and sort of inspired me the way he coached at that time. Did I mean and all the way through? But I mean, he was he was one yeah. of the, he was a. And how how like come that. Damien? You were so you were a defender. What? Was it your decision to try and move forward? Was it the clubs? How does that? How did that play out? Um, I was at the back and I was in midfield as well. Um, okay. I was quite tall, quite athletic. This sort of that typical uh, put you at the back, you can head, you can kick, yeah. you can play. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And then, but what I would actually do is is um come out from the back with the ball into midfield, have shots. So they saw something else that you know another string to my bow. So I could do more than just stand at the back basically, yeah. do you know what I mean? Um and be a defender. Um so sort of um yeah, move uh, then move me into into midfield. And I was I was happier in midfield anyway because I could do a bit of everything. I can Yeah, definitely. Defend and go forward and tackle and hit. You know what I mean? I was, I, I loved it. I was like an all action sort of type player. So So you, you mentioned Terry but we 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 spoke to Terry Burton and we had Terry on the pod, he's such a good guy. Oh, such did he? A, oh, yeah, quality, yeah. yeah, such a nice guy to speak to. And some of the stories. Very interesting. Us, his backstory yeah, is really so, good. Yeah. Some of the stories he told us were fan- fascinating. But did you, mm-hmm. when you first started playing for them, when you got into, say, more of the older youth team kind of games, did you, did you find the crazy gang kind of stuff daunting and some of the players that we had? Because one thing, and I think it's what we're doing really well now at the moment, is our youth team has always produced good players. But did you did yeah. you just think right? I'm gonna give everything I can so I can play for Wimbledon and become a first team footballer. Uh, and did like some of the players that we had at that time? Yeah, I mean the the, um, the Wimbledon training ground was a was a is a, a unique place um, when it comes to actually you know the atmosphere, the buzz. It, it it was the same all the way through. For example, through the youth team to the reserves to the first team, it all had the sort of same gonna say feel when it came to actually um you know we have a laugh banter etc but you know i mean we're there to work as well work hard and 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 i also always had the had the um the feeling like training um in the youth team i could see 
the reserves. I can see the first team training like a few pitches away from me. So you always have that sort of um, aspiration to go onto their pitches. Do you know what I mean? As, as quickly yeah. as possible. So so it's always in my mind to sort of get down, get my head down, and and, and um, move move pitches basically. Do you know what I mean? And and I was lucky enough to be so focused in in the youth team that um you know I get called over to play to train with the with the um reserves and then you know a few times with the first team so you know i experienced training with Vinny and um you know robbie earl and all of these players that i've sort of like massively looked up to do you know what i mean um and and it was sort of in, inspired me to sort of keep going and 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 w- want to break into the first team i mean you just spoke about robbie earl and he's sort of <clears throat> he's lee absolutely loves him i'm a Vinny man He's a Robbie Earl man. Um, okay. Obviously, you know my my hero beats up his, so we're fine. Um, I'm just curious. <laughs> Robbie as to, was better um, footballer though. Yeah, but I, what I wanted to ask because obviously it would be the kind of player that you were. Did was there? Did you kind of model yourself on Robbie a little bit in terms of the box, the box, and AG? He had such a great career. Um, I was just mm. curious as to was he a major influence in terms of the way that you played? And obviously, you know, you play for Jamaica, he did. Was there quite a natural kind of relationship there or or is that not the case? Uh, with with me, I mean, the player, I was lucky enough to, to watch um, Wimbledon play Liverpool at Plough Lane. And oh, I wow. remember like be, being in the corner in the family enclosure at the time when I got tickets, when I signed for Wimbledon, I got tickets like, uh, you know, for... From, uh, to watch the first team. So yeah. I remember seeing like John Barnes with a number oh, 10 wasn't on, he good? Back, on his back right in front of me. I was just yeah. I was like, as a, I think I must have been about 9, 10, whatever. I reckon we went to the as, same game, you know. I reckon we must really? have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably. But that was, that was incredible for me to actually see John Barnes doing his thing right in front of me. Do you know what I mean? So he, but um, I'm saying all that to say that John Barnes was an inspiration, even though we played, he was, an, he was a winger or whatever, but he's, you know, he's an incredible, incredible player. So it's like, I'll take bits, or try, sorry, try and take bits from his game. And then when I would um, grow up in in the um, women's structure, obviously Robbie L was was um, my position as well. So he was an attacking midfielder. So I, I wanted to score goals as well. So I took a bit of his. And then when Patrick Vieira came to the, the oh, um wow. the league as well. I sort of I saw a bit of him as well. So I was like, no, nah, he's in, he's amazing, but he didn't score as many goals as Robbie. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. okay, I I feel like I can model my you know try <laughs> model myself of like okay, I've got decent technique. I can work on that and score goals and be. Do you know what I mean? So I sort of took a bit from them sort of free players in a weird way and, in different how- stages. And Damien, how good was Robbie L, did you think, in terms of, obviously, as Wimbledon fans, and again, mm. I'm 40, so I, I, I remember growing up when we signed him in the start of the Premier League and the real yeah. buzz. And we mm. were, and even to this day, I, I don't know, obviously, I was celebrating like everyone else. We scored the header in the World Cup in 98. But yeah. I still was staggered that he never got a, an England gig. Did you, how yeah, good was he, he, in your opinion? He, he, he was very close, wasn't he? I think at one stage to you know to to get that call up, and, and he, he should have, to be fair. And to answer your question, I'm, no, he was an incredible, credible player. And one thing I couldn't take from him was heading ability, because oh, wow. I, was, I wasn't the best header of the ball, to be fair. But his timing of um, of 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 head of heading from crosses, 
was was just amazing. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's the timing that he had, the technique and the He's power unreal. that he has. He was yeah, unreal. Yeah, seriously. And of course, he can get about the picture and he can play as well. Do you know what I mean? So, no, he was he an was outstanding player. Uh, David, one of my favourite ever players at Wimbledon, but actually never really made it because of injuries, was a kid mm. called Lionel Morgan. Did you did you ever play with? Uh, did I, 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 you know, I was speaking to someone about a year ago. Um, I can't remember who it was. Probably one of my mates, and he asked, he asked me the question. He said, "Who's the best player you've ever like ever played with?" I said, "You know, it's a player that you probably wouldn't ever know. His, his, his name his name is um, Lionel Morgan. Really? And was, yeah, and he was that good. He, it, it, it's hard to explain, but he he probably would have." You know, would have went all the way. Do you know what I mean? I, I, probably yeah. Real, Barca, one of them. Do you know what I mean? One hundred percent. Like, Whoa. like seriously, left foot, right foot, pace, um, tricks. Uh, the shot will right. It's just incredible, incredible, incredible player, honestly. And it's so, it's so, so hard to see that he didn't actually, you know, be able to um, uh, have a career in the game. Do you know what I mean? Because of. of of his injuries, it's just heartbreak. I'm heartbroken for him. He must have been like, you know, obviously uh, unbelievably um, down with that fact as well. But no, he was outstanding, like seriously outstanding. And he was on, he was on the verge of, of leaving Wimbledon as well at the time um, to go to Tottenham. Was that Tottenham? the Tottenham? Yeah, Tottenham, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, Tottenham wanted him, but he failed. He failed one medical. I remember. I remember seeing him in the um, in the treatment room, and I said, "What's happening?" He's like, "No, it's um, I failed the medical." But I'm, I'm I'm having another one. I said okay, cool. But I think you you know, obviously you, you failed that one as well. And then you know I remember the physio at the time. Um, I think Paul St. Paul. I can't remember his second name, but but he was looking after him, and and it wasn't really looking the best. So I think he, he had a series of um, operations, I believe, and you know, um, but unfortunately oh, didn't um, recover recover enough. But but no, outstanding players yeah, to, to answer your question. Mm. I remember his debut against Liverpool, and he came on and just. I think he went past three players like they weren't there. And this was like a top Liverpool right. side. And he was just yeah. like, everyone was like, who is this kid? And, yeah. and everyone asked me like, who's one of the best players you ever see? And I said, at Wimbledon, I said, like, we've got the Robbie L's and, and Danny the Vinnies and things like that. But Lionel yeah. Morgan was just unbelievable. And I know, I know you played with him and, and you would have played with him yeah. in youth. And I, I wanted to see who your best player was, but also one that never made it. And yeah, I think most people at that time. No, it's him. Yeah, it's, it's you know one of them players are just like just think, how did he do that, and what happened just that like just like <laughs> double takes when when he's playing. Do you know what I mean? Because it's so easy for him. Do you know what I mean? To take someone on and then come back and then take him on again. And he just it would take the. Can you swear on this? Yeah, go take, for it. Take, 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 the <laughs> so, <laughs> take the piss out of players. Do you know what I mean? Very easy. In a good way, though, not like you know, arrogant way, but he's, just, yeah. he's so naturally gifted. Do you know what I mean? It, it was, um, yeah, it was a joy to play with him and witness um, him for the short time that he, you know, could play. So, just obviously looking at your looking at your career, obviously you made yeah. your debut for women in the Premier League. Um, yeah, talk me talk me through that. So, joking is manager, obviously, is that right? Yeah, yeah, must have been. Mm-hmm. Talk me through yeah. how how it came about that you were going to make your Premier League debut because. You know, the Premier League obviously is the apex of of the envy of the world. Tell yeah. me through the moment you find out you who you're playing playing and t- tell me yeah. through it. Um, it was a a few times I was on the bench prior to um my debut, so you know I I, I was hoping and wishing that <laughs> it would happen 
sooner than it did. But at the same time, we we were we were playing away to Arsenal um, at Highbury, and um, he named the substitutes. I was among amongst the substitutes. Um, Patrick Vieira was playing that day as well, which oh was my like, god, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, an incredible team like Patrick Vieira, um, Burkham. You know, that would have been Adams, Petit, over Mars, that Ad- lot, yeah. Over, yeah, over Mars, oh, like, that crazy, oh crazy team. Oh, my God, you have to like, please. Yeah, yeah, honestly. And um, so on the bench, you know, you as a substitute, you, know, you, you do your warm-ups, you warm up, you go back to the bench, watch the game, et cetera, et cetera. And then I think, I think it might have been, um, I think Terry Burton asked me to warm up. I said, okay, yeah, yeah. we weren't really thinking much of it, just like, okay, I'll have a warm-up, whatever, myself. <laughs> Um, tenth warm up that I'm doing, and then and then and, and then and then all of a sudden, I think I was in the corner with a player or with two other players that two other players, and and um, I think Terry Burton must have been calling called for one of us, but I didn't think it was me. Do you know what I mean? I thought he so oh, pushed the know, bloke out the way and legged it. Yeah, it was one of the other boys, whatever. He's just like, no, 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 you, day, you, you. I'm like, what me? I'm about to, I'm coming on. Like in my mind, I'm just like, oh my god, I'm about to come on. So run. Back, stripped down. I can't remember what he, what he, what um, Joker just said to me. To be honest, I can't even remember. No, just no, no. It, it, it would have like, probably swore at you or something. Yeah. I'm just like, just get me on the pitch. You know what I mean? So I <laughs> took my um, all my stuff, you know, my my uh, top off, or whatever else, and then, and then um, yeah, I just remember coming on for. I can't remember who I came on for, but yeah, running on the, the pitch at, at Highbury and and um and uh, yes, yeah, see him. I remember um glancing over to the sort of large. TV screen that they have had in the corner. Yeah, of, I remember. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and seeing sort of myself and Francis on the back, just just a little glance. Obviously, can't be wrapped up in the, in the moment. You know, that must be cool. You must yeah. look at it and go, yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like that is me. Yeah, I'm like, okay, cool. This, this is mad cool, right now. Please tell me cool. after the game, shirt off, legged it up to Patrick Vieira, like demanding <laughs> it. That would be sensational. <laughs> I, uh, you know what? I didn't. You know, I didn't do oh, that. No. I didn't do that. I thought, I, you know, in my career, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't like a, a shirt swapper. At all, I didn't. It, all the players I played against, I never once wanted to swap any shirts because it's. I think it's a it's a professional pride thing that I had. I was just like, I don't really want to swap. Like I'm here to play. Do you know what I mean? I, had, <laughs> I was feeling like I want to wear my shirt, not really yours. I swapped with a few players that I played, like Jason. You, I've got Jason Yule's shirt. Um, when he played yeah, Charles, he's I, wicked. Yeah, yeah, he's here. Talking about it. And then um, a few others, like my, my mates, you know what I mean? But not actually any sort of mind um, you, Damien. Nobody wanted that green Wimbledon shirt, did they? Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine Vinny was too, uh, would have been too happy with players swapping shirts nowadays. You know, they're swapping at half time and stuff. I can't imagine oh, Vinny right, exactly. players get away with that, to be fair. To be fair, that too, yeah, exactly. Probably would have been, um, would have been happy with that as well. As well, yeah, it's true. So you you mentioned Joe Kinnear there. How did you get on with Joe? Because he's one of my favourite ever women managers. Because I just loved. There's there's no one really like him nowadays. You know what I mean? They've all calmed down a little bit. The managers. Jose was a little bit. You know what I mean? Nuts when he first came over. And Joe Kinnear, some of the stuff he did, and he was just the way we performed under him and finishing in some of the places, two semi-finals with the budget yeah. that he had. What, how did you find him as a manager and dealing with him? Dealing with Joe was yeah, I mean, I was I was really fortunate, I'd say, um, to have him as 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 a manager because he really um well, he saw something in myself which I'm happy <laughs> I'm happy yeah, about. Mate, yeah, too and, right. And yeah, and, and to sort of but you know, for him to blood in youngsters as well into the first team, 
um, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a unique club for that, as you yeah. know, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I got on absolutely fine with Joe. Um, like, what can I say? I mean, yeah, I mean, it was just a joy to play with. I mean, play for, enjoy to play for. He didn't really, he didn't really coach that much, to be honest with you, on on the training pitch. It was all like Terry. Terry Burton, Burton. He, he, done, he said he that most, Terry. He, done, he said that. Yeah, yeah. He, done, he done most of the most of the work during the week, and then you see you see like Joe on like a Thursday, maybe a Friday. Hundred percent a Friday be out there, but like Monday, Tuesday he won't be out. Maybe Thursday. Yeah, Thursday probably be there actually set pieces and that, and then Friday being in around it. But but he always had that presence though. Do you know what I mean? Of when yeah, when yeah. He, when he's around and he's and he's talking, people are listening and they're respecting him. But he's, you know he's a he had a, a great way about him, a very um, jokey type person, but at the same time serious about his football as well. Do you know what I mean? So, so he had, he had a nice balance and um, a nice, a nice way about him. Yeah, I, I get. He was kind of like Wimbledon's Alex Ferguson in the fact that people respected him, and once, as you said, once he spoke, that was it. You be quiet. Joke and ESP. Yeah. So, unfortunately, Joe then gets ill and has to step away from management, and we get Eagle Olsen in. Uh, and everyone was quite excited at the time regarding Eagle Olsen coming in because he'd done a really good job. I think it was at Norway, I think it was. Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he said he the, only two really teams, the only two teams that he would manage is Brazil and Wimbledon. And obviously, we, we know the story about it. How did you find Eagle Olsen coming in? Was he, was he too ahead of his time? So some of his ideas probably would work now or a couple of years after, but that time with like say John Hartson and stuff really not taking him seriously or how did you find him? I think his 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 methods were were um were advanced, but he was in a wrong club to actually implement them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He just didn't really read the temperature of the room or in fact he wasn't, you know, someone appointed him at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? That's what he came with. Came with reputation. This is how he did things, but I think it was a bit of a. I'm gonna say we didn't. Not a lot of players took to his methods, you know. Um, and I think it was a, you know sometimes you can try and change things a bit too quickly at a club rather than actually yeah. have a look at a club, see what the players can do, can't do, and sort of try and change things gradually. But it was it was almost like black. And then white, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, mm. And and I, and I don't think it it it, it, um, it worked particularly well. I mean, when when was the when did the red flag start waving for you, Damo? Uh, in terms of the that season, I mean, obviously we are fans. It got obviously got worse and worse and worse. And I'm mm. just curious as to at what point did you, as a player, realise and go, okay, this could be. This is this isn't quite either what we signed up for, mm. or this isn't quite going the way that we want it to go. I mean, how early do you think it those red flags were showing? Um, I mean, I wasn't the first team regular that, but I was I was training around the first team and made a few appearances and all that that year. But I mean, red when did I see the red flags? I mean, I'll tell you the reason why we say it, and I'll let mm. me talk about it. There's one game in particular where most fans mm. talk about it and you were playing in it and mm. we were all like, what the hell is going on? Like, what game is that? It was man, it's... it's Lee. Tell him what you mean. So it's Fulham away in the FA Cup when we lose 3-0. Oh. playing, I think he played, you were playing left back, weren't you? You got Damon? put oh, on it. A... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, so we... in fact, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that actually. Yeah. So, Sorry? So we, I, we turned up, I, I, I 
had a few drinks before the game and I'm really looking forward to it. Fulham were not the team they were then. They were, I think they were in the League Two. Or... And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Second division at the time or division one, they were just coming yeah. up and, and we were all, yeah, yeah. Fulham were giving us a load of stick and we were in the toilets yeah. and, and I was quite half cut and someone said, oh, Eagle Olsen's put Damien Francis at left back. And I said, you're, you're obviously reading yeah. it. We were us. all like, what the hell is this, this about? This has got to be a joke. Damien but, Francis is a midfielder. Uh, yeah, he's got to be joking here. And then, yeah, you played left back, and we got absolutely smashed. I, Which I has got nothing, you... nothing to do with you, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but we're just yeah. curious as to <laughs> what no, was exactly. that all about. Yeah, um, I think I can't remember who the, le- the left back. Obviously, I think it was Alan Thatcher, Kim- maybe Thatcher or Kimball. Maybe but yeah, yeah. One of them two was injured, got injured. Um, so there was no left back. And I think it was I think it's on the day of the game or the day like the day before whatever. Um, I can't remember who came to me, but they said, "Look, w- would you fancy fancy playing left back? Can you could you play?" I said, "Well, but me me like as a footballer, you just want to play. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Definitely, of play, course, yeah. Like, uh, uh, yeah, left back, right back, whatever. Do you know what I mean? I just want to be out there. So we trained. Yeah, we trained, and I, and he put me left back." I've done okay, but you know, I mean, I've never played left back in my life. Like, you know, what I mean, I'm a centre midfielder. That's why I play. But at the same time, I'm just like, you know, how can how that can be? You know, what I mean, the, the, the boys can talk me through it, whatever. Else. I was speaking to the, um, I can't remember who was playing at centre back, but um, but in my mind, with hindsight, I was, I was like, why does Kenny Cunningham? Kenny Cunningham was playing right back, yeah. but I was, I was thinking in my mind, I was thinking, okay, Kenny, you should go left back, and I should go at least right back. I'm right footed. I'm not even left footed. Do you know what I mean? Like you got me yeah. experience. I have not, but they just left me at left back. I, I didn't say anything, um, and yeah, it didn't turn out so well. So, <laughs> so um, you know, I, 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 but from from that game, I, I, I remember, yeah, I remember the goal that Barry Hill scored. Barry Hill, yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, Barry Hill, they dinked it to the far post probably knew that, you know, obviously I was playing left back, so that was a plan of theirs. He got up early, I got up late, bang, it's a goal, do you know what I mean? But I didn't really leave that game thinking, oh, it's all my fault at all. Because no, I, it I was wasn't like, either, well, no. No, yeah, you played right. Like, well, look, I'm not left back, do you know what I mean? So put me in in um, my position, I'll be all right. But I think but we were just really was... confused, because obviously when we got to the game, we were like, mm. and obviously we... For us, the from fans' point of view, my first flag was really early. We had Sheffield Wednesday away. We got absolutely five smashed. Nil. Five nil or five one over at Hillsborough, and five I remember nil. watching it, and it was mm. like an absolute shower. And we were watching it, and it was getting worse and worse. And then 
we kind of for me i left that game thinking we are banging trouble like what like leaving right. the game thinking and it was annoying because we kind of felt like we actually were a decent ish group and like i said i've always said to lee i was always like i feel like had we stayed up that year i think we'd have been fine and i think if he would have stayed and we got over it i think with hartson and a few others i think we would have been all right but yeah. it just it just sort of it got it got so like and again we we spoke about AFC women and getting relegated a couple of years ago and you just get that momentum. How yeah. difficult is it to to go to work and 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 change that? Because it got to the point, didn't it? By we got the draw at Villa, obviously. Bradford was pretty horrendous. Again for me, Sheffield Wednesday at home. We lost. I think we lost two 0 They were already relegated. I think it was. And even going into the last game, we still had a chance. But how 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 hard is it to to kind of stop the wheel, like to stop the ball rolling, like as a as a player, is it quite the momentum? Yeah, yeah. The momentum and the momentum and and, and um, the sort of disjoint of of the team was happening. If it, um, when you're, it's very difficult. Do you know what I mean? When you're in the in those in those um, those those runs, if you like, do you know what I mean? There's a lot of players. One, there's a group over there. They're not happy. We're not yeah. having the manager. They're talking behind it. Like, do you know what I mean? And I, I think it was sort of written, just written that that was not going to happen. Do you know what I mean? Because he didn't really change anything to actually try and affect, you know, the, the results on the pitch. In my opinion, mm. um, and and I think he could have done that much earlier. But you know, hindsight's a great thing, right? But I mean, yeah. at the same time, it's it's <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> It, it was it was a hard, it was tough it was tough that's all I can say do you know what I mean yeah because there was lots of rumours going around at the time that he'd lost the change room like the dressing room like you'd finish changing like I don't know if you were like but John Hartson and a couple others would be boom off to the pub do you know what I mean and <laughs> they, they, they yeah. weren't roast dinners and you know what I mean now I know back in them days people used to eat what they want and still play football on a Saturday and win games and now it's totally sure. different but yeah that was the worst thing about it really I think is that yeah it just went to pot the whole thing just went to pot but you, when we got we got relegated into Division One, and then you had probably your best season with Wimbledon. I think it was you played like thirty games. You scored eight yeah. goals. How, how we when we got relegated, everyone was like, "Oh, this is a bit good." But then we saw the team like yourself, Patrick Agiman, and players were coming through. We thought actually would be all right. And then yeah. was that when your best? Did you think, "Oh, well, I'm going to kick on now"? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. It it was like you know. Um... It was it was it was a chance. It was a chance because a lot of players had left. Um, I, I finally received a number eight shirt from Robbie, and I was happy yeah. with that. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, it, it was a it was a chance for me to sort of have a run in the team, and 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 I felt like I was I was fit and I was strong, and and I was you know gaining more experience match by match. Um, and and um, yeah, I mean, the, the the club luckily had a really good at like you said, the youth the youth team players are very, very, you know, coming through. Patrick, um, Joby, Wayne Gray, yeah. Gray um, myself. Uh, underneath there was um, Nigeria Coco was underneath me. Do you know what I mean? There's, yeah. there's many. So, so we were blessed on that front. Um, Jason, you were still there um, doing this thing as well. So, so, um, so now that season was was um, was decent until. Uh, I thought I got injured, of course, yeah. um, at home to um, Middlesbrough. But, but yeah. Before we talk about what happened with the move and stuff and how play, 
after Wimbledon, you went to Norwich. Did you did you know where Norwich was and how far away it actually is from anywhere, Damien? I I mean I had played there for Wimbledon, um, but that's the only time I've, I had been there. So I wasn't aware that it was sort of so isolated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, man. Um, yeah, I, no. So I asked the question. No, I, I knew roughly where it was on the map, but I didn't know actually how far that was from London. So it's a bit of a culture shock. Yeah, I was you know, say, so. going there and living there. In more ways than one. Um, just <laughs> wanted to touch base. Um, obviously, you know, you had a really good women in career. Unfortunately, obviously, near the end of that, obviously, the Milton Keynes stuff started to happen. Um, yeah. How did that? I mean, firstly, quick question, which hopefully did the impact your decision to leave, which is part one of the question. Part two, what was it like being around the players? Because obviously we talk about fans and it's pretty heartbreaking for us as fans, obviously. And yeah. in that, in that, I remember in the year, in the years of the championship, I went a lot. I went, you know, went up to Middlesbrough for the Cups and Crew, and God knows how many other games we went to. But nice. it was like the sort of Damocles was coming. What was it like for you guys in the middle of it? Because obviously you've got, you're turning up to games and fans are moaning and shouting. And how does that, how, how was it from a player's point of view? It was, it was, um, it was rough. It was rough because you turn up at a training ground and there'd be one player, he's going, or, you know, I'm leaving. There'll be the chairman at the time. He'll be speaking to one player. Oh, I'm leaving. I'm going tomorrow. Uh, you know what I mean? You just didn't know what yeah. you're, you're walking into. Um, so ultimately, of course, you're, you're thinking about your own self and thinking, well, am I next? Like, what's going to do you know what I mean? And then the administrators would, I think they had a, they had a meeting with us one time, the, the administrators, um, about, you know, the situation at the club and, you know, having to hear all of that was, yeah, it was, it was, it was shocking. Like, it's a weird, me, it's me, a weird one, isn't it? Because obviously the, it was a big move and it was, Massive. It was all over the news, and we had obviously the QPR link and the Dublin link. But the MK thing just seemed to get more and more energy, and we yeah. just, it it just I, I just wonder what kind of like you said, people coming and going. But at the same time, it must be tricky because you're a footballer. They're moving to MK. Yeah. They're your employer, so it's kind of it. It, it must have been a really what, what, strange what time. We took a we took a coach one time to up to MK. Um, and um, the who's the who's the guy who who's the owner of that of, of Win- MK? Winkleman. Yeah, Winkle. Yeah, Winkleman. Yeah, Winkleman. Like um, welcomed us and then showed us the plans and all that stuff or whatever else. And me, for me personally, I I just wasn't my mind just was not I wasn't in it. Do you know what I mean? From the off, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. Just say it. it just wasn't. I'm I'm a Wimbledon guy. Do you know what I mean? It's my club. I'm like this. Just it's all fucked up. Like, do you know what I mean? Going up there and nah, it just doesn't. It just didn't even sit right with me. Do you know what I mean? Even at that time, and, yeah. and putting putting aside any wages and all that either. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like, nah, there has to be another sort of way. But it was um, yeah, strange, strange time. Yeah, because when we spoke to Terry, Terry, but he said the same thing. He said he. Oh, did he? He did. Yeah, he just he could have got. He didn't go into detail because he said. He, he could have got, but yeah, he just said it was not for him kind of thing. And then he ended up getting, I think, sacked in the end because obviously thing. But did you, did you find that the, obviously it must've been really tough because you're, as you're playing, you're doing well in the first division, it all starts happening. And literally all the fans are now protesting. They're just t- yeah. turning their back on the team. And you're I mean, playing you're just, well. That's you're the thing a young that's weird, player yeah. who's trying to make a name for himself, yeah. as you said, for your boyhood club. Yeah. 
and then it's like yeah. you kind of understood where I, we're coming I from. Can, I but... can... Yeah. No, I can... you know what? Um the fan from the fans perspective, I wasn't that wasn't hard for me. It wasn't hard for me then because I understood. Do you know what I mean? I totally understood. So I, I understood that side. But it's a bit unsettling, of course, as a player, like just you know, as I said, having to arrive at the training ground and you don't know what you're going into. Do you know what I mean? It's like there's yeah. always something going on. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, it was a weird situation. And and even at, at the time I remember like um I had signed a new contract. Um when I got injured, the, the club gave me a new contract, a decent contract as well. Which I was happy to sign. I signed whatever else. I came back from injuries, doing well again, and everything else. And my my um my wage it was structured where my wages were going up every appearance and all that stuff, that type of thing. Yeah. When the club went into administration, um, the club asked me if I would sign another contract to reduce my wages for, by fifty percent to help the club, and I oh, did it. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Right. I, 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 yeah, yeah, I did. I did it to help the club. Do you know what I mean? Um, and obviously, you know, I'm not saying that would have saved the club, but I just tried to do everything I could from a player's perspective to sort of help the club. And I, I didn't have to do that, do you know what I mean? But yeah, of I course. Didn't, I didn't to, but I, you know, I, I did that. But um, ultimately, what happened happened, and I had to go. I had to go to Norwich and get, you know, got sold off. So you've obviously had, you know, when you look at it, I was actually really surprised that the, the sheer volume of actual Premier League games you got. You had a great season with Norwich. 2004-5, got some great goals and obviously got Wigan, Watford. Um, yeah. So what's Damien Francis doing now? Like, obviously we see a lot on Twitter and there's, well, X if you like, and we sort of <laughs> regularly hear different things. What yeah. are you up to now? You, you know you know what? I've, I've just I've just started actually um, a master's in um, sports directorship. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah, just literally just started it. Um, and it's going to be, yeah, it's it's a two year two year masters. So, so yeah, I'm getting stuck into that at the moment. There's a really good case study about how a football team goes wrong, if you like. You might know, it, might have heard of it. It's about <laughs> Milton Keynes. Um, yeah, no, oh, that's, that's, that's pretty we, cool. And we yeah, need a new then. MD. So, oh, no, <laughs> right, we're not. Let's 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 move away. We've already talked about that. Um, in terms of what other stuff are you doing, so obviously you're doing this thing, which sounds amazing. Um, are you still involved in football? Is it so interesting yeah, to be the, in football? The, what are you doing? Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I mean, I'm, from the uh, I've been in the agency world um, for quite okay. a few years. So um, I work with various agents who I'm very close with, um, and and do deals with them. But where it's like at, at the moment, I'm as I said, the reason I'm doing the sports directorship uh, masters is to pivot away from that eventually and to um establish myself as a um an executive inside a club one day wow and what 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 got you in what got you interested in doing that um as as players you see you see these these guys um the exec, you know in exec roles and and you sort of or I was anyway. I was sort of um, always in, interested to to know what they actually do because you don't, don't actually know because we're we're the footballers, but they're the businessmen, whatever behind the scenes. So I, I knew eventually I wanted wanted to wanted to um, explore that. So I came across I came across a a, a course where is an an accredited course where I could do in order to acquire the, acquire the qualification to um, get the knowledge to you know. Going one of those roles, 
Um, so this is this is this is the path that I'm going to be on now. Amazing. Nice. Yeah. How wicked's that? Because I say, obviously, Danny said about X and stuff, and and I've seen pictures yeah. of you and your your kids down at Plough Lane, uh, yeah. all kitted out as well. So what what do you make of Plough Lane? And obviously, when obviously the stuff was going on with with Milton Keynes, and when you were you said you were boyhood, did you ever envisage us moving back to our own stadium in Wimbledon? <laughs> I always had hope. Always hoped we would, um, but to see, you know, how how that's how that's happened is just is just mind blowing. To be honest with you, it just feels it's so amazing to feel that we have a home. You know what I mean? On on the same, more or less the same, you know, patch of land as well. Yep. Do you know what I mean? It's it's incredible. It's incredible, and I just feel like at home at the you know, um, at the stadium every time I go there. You know. And uh, and it's it's nice to see like my kid bring my kids down there to see um see the stadium too and, and watch a game. So now I'll be down there much more often um this season as well. So no, nah, it's, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. And lastly for me, Damo, just what do you make of the current AFC squad? I mean, obviously you've watched a few games. Mm. What 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 do you make of of our motley crew of of footballers at the minute? Um, I, I think they start, started the season very positively, actually. Very positively. I think um, I didn't watch a load of games last season, to tell you the truth. But from from seeing the, the results of going ahead and then, you know, losing a match or going ahead, then drawing the match, we would always go ahead. Yeah. But in my mind, I was thinking, OK, may, hopefully in the summer, um, Johnny Jackson will come up with a strategy when it comes to actually when we go ahead, we do this when we go ahead. Let's do like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, of course, yeah. Come with a plan to do that, and it seems like he's worked. He's he's gone away in the summer and worked on that, and they know what to do. You know, if they go ahead, they they do X or Y. Do you know what I mean? Because it's, it's happened a few times where, um, you know, that has. I know it's happened a few times this year already, but it, yeah, it it, it, it it seems like it's progressed from last season. You know. Um, I mean, if, it, if it was first goal scored wins, we'd be right. in the Premier League. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. But um, but no, the, the squad the squad started off very positively, and and um, there's a lot of good quality. I like like um, Tilly. I, I saw I saw him from from the off. I was like, yeah, that's a really good signing. He's got a, a lot of quality um, when it comes to his um, delivery. Good shot. Works hard. Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's loads of quality players in there, but I'm just he's, he's one that sort of stands out for me um, from the off. But but no, nah, I've got a lot of hope for this season actually, and hopefully we can we can um, at least get into the playoffs. I'm hoping. What what I love though about is yourself. You've come back from the, the old women and days. We get we get a lot of ex players from the AFC women and days because obviously they're, they're but Wimbledon old Wimbledon players we don't see as much of, and I'd love to see more Wimbledon players. The Brian McAllisters, Dean Blackwells. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Get get the old boys back. Alan Kimball, my boy is named after Alan Kimball. So oh, I'd, nice. love, I'd love to see. Yeah, more Wimbledon FC players come back, and I think a lot of people would. So it's been brilliant, as I said, seeing you back down at Plough Lane, bringing your kids. It's it's been fantastic to see, and 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 oh, I never you. knew that you were an old boy of Wimbledon. I thought I've, I always thought Palace or Chelsea or something like that because that that's where a lot of people came from. It's you, Chris Perry, were Wimbledon boys. It's good to hear. <clears throat> Danny, anything else you want to speak to Damo about before we wrap it up? No, just just it's. It's always great as a football fan. And again, 
not to be too cheesy, Damo, but w- mm-hmm. we we see what you do for ninety minutes on a game and a little bit of this and a bit of that. And it's yeah. it's a, it's a we're really lucky and we're really and the reason why we're I'm I'm so touched that you came on is that to give us a little bit of a snippet of what the world looked like from the other side of the mirror, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, it's so helpful. We always talk a lot about football fans are really fickle and particularly, you know, you see a player doesn't play well and people get are so short-sighted about oh he's rubbish they don't know anything about their family the kids are they ill yeah. and this and the other but so yeah. it's lovely to sort of you know find out just a very a very very small sample but just a little bit about what it what it what it's like when we're not there and when the lights yeah. are not on and it's business as usual what that is and what you shared with us is 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 really helpful hopefully for younger fans as well as old gits like me to kind of just give everyone a slightly bigger picture as to why why Wimbledon was it was so special, why yeah. AFC Wimbledon is so special, and how mm-hmm. you know they're kind of yes, they're two separate entities, and often we get them, you know, they are separate. But it's nice to kind of bring back just a little bit for the younger guys. There's a lot of people, young people watching and listening that will just get a little snippet as to where their club is now, where it's kind yeah. of been, and where it's come from. So sure, sure, thank you sure. so much for coming on and sharing. That was being, that was that was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. No, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. As I said, um, you know, it's, it's a, a joy to, you know, to speak to Wimbledon guys. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't happen. <laughs> it doesn't happen all the time. So now it's got, all good. I've got one last question before we wrap it up, Davo. Yeah. Danny touched on it there. How do you think you would have got on in this day and age with social media and stuff mm. like that? Because as I said, Danny, we we do all our moaning down the pub, so you wouldn't see it, you wouldn't hear about it. <laughs> Where nowadays yeah. young players have got to deal with, like yeah. say for example, Ali misses a penalty. He, everyone loves him, so it ain't a big problem. But everyone's <laughs> like, "No, he missed a penalty. He's crap." He's, do you know what I mean? Yeah. How, how do you think you would have got on in this day and age? Yeah, it's a tough one, you know. It's a tough one. I mean, I, I think it's two two ways. I probably either I would have like not used social media at all and been off it, or or um, embraced it and had a mechanism to sort of cut out the crap, <laughs> yeah, yeah. if that's possible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's such a such a, uh, a gift and a curse with social media, in my mm. opinion. Yeah. Um, and I think, and I think a lot of it's, it's unfortunate that a lot of footballers these days they read the comments and they read this and they read that and they get affected by by this. It, it's, it's it's a powerful tool, isn't it? It's a powerful yeah, tool. Yeah. And and un- un- unfortunately, it, it's, you can't get away from it. Um, how I would have dealt with it, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm glad I, I'm glad I didn't have to deal with it. Put it that way. I'm so glad I didn't have to deal with it because I just think it, I just think it does more more harm than good. Yeah, no, I agree. In my in my opinion, in my opinion, do you know no, what I mean? Agreed. In my when I say harm, I mean um, if, if if you if you feed into like the comments and then this and it, and it actually affects you. Do you know what I mean? It can, yeah, yeah, yeah. it can be more, more, more harm than good. But if you take it lightheartedly and you're not really taking it that seriously, you're not reading every single thing and take everything to, you know, to heart, then fair enough. But it depends on the character, doesn't it? That's, that's yep. all i got to say. It depends on the character. But no, I wouldn't, I'm glad I didn't deal with it. Sorry, go ahead. That's right, Damien. That's it. I just wanted to say thank you very much for coming on and speaking to us. It's uh, been really enjoyable no, to, to, to talk to you tonight. So, Thank you very much. Thanks, Damo. No problem at all.
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.